we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. All right, y'all been enjoying this series? Has it been blessing you? Oh. No, my stuff ain't working. Look at somebody and say, when the devil hurts you, keep going. When the devil hurts you, look at the other person and say, when the devil hurts you, keep going. Don't you stop. You keep going. I, you know, I'm not, I don't try to be like overly spiritual. Um, I don't hang out in that realm all the time and I don't talk, you know, spooky stuff to make people think I'm deep and I don't try to impress you with my, I don't, I don't try to impress you with my relationship with the Lord and all of that kind of stuff. But sometimes God does speak to me and he speaks to me in a way that I don't know if he speaks to you that way. That's the way he speaks to G Craig and he speaks inside of me and I feel it and I understand what he's saying. Can't explain that to you, but that's just what he's done down through the years when I needed him to. And man, I think back in 2020, when the enemy just started coming at me, I could hear him speaking in me, keep going. And the way I was able to keep going and it just even down through the years, I would always get that keep going. Like he would just put that in me and tell me, keep going and when they shut us down outside and I was trying to figure out Lord you know what do we do what is this virus what are they stopping us what do we do Lord spoke in my spirit keep going so we set up everything outside and we kept going they told us come back in we kept going start hearing about folks dying and dropping dead and all the stuff we was hearing and God just kept speaking to me keep going keep going and so, when the devil hurts you, what are you supposed to do? Keep going. Keep going. Adamantbeliever.com forward slash when the devil hurts you, keep going. Dot P-D-F. There he is. Told you he was black. <laughs> that's a brother. Ain't that a brother? That's for that's for Negro right there. Diablo Negro <laughs> Negro Diablo How you say it? I need, I need to quit? Okay Negro Diablo <laughs> He look like he'll steal your soul And fix your car Pray for me this morning. Uh. <laughs> the thing that the devil does against us, the things that the devil does against us are for one purpose, and that purpose is to what? To stop us. That's all he cares about is stopping you. Can you imagine a being so angry? That his only focus is to stop you. So no matter what you do good. 
He's going to keep reminding you of your bad to stop you. No matter what you accomplish, he's going to keep reminding you of your failures to stop you. No matter how far you get, he's going to keep reminding you of what you used to be to stop you. It's only to stop you. Because if you're looking back, you can't go forward. You can't go forward if you keep looking back. Wants to stop you. John 10 and 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to what? Destroy. Destroy, which means end you. He wants to end you. He wants to end your progress and just stop you from going. Now y'all know people that have quit. Right? You know what that looks like. That person that just quit. Meaning they gave themselves over to what the devil wanted instead of what God wanted for them. That's not a pretty picture, is it? Yeah, they just quit. You know, when I'm driving sometimes, I see the homeless people and, you know, uh, going into my area, my neighborhood, there's a little corner and there's like three guys that hang out there all the time, right under the no soliciting sign. I guess they can't read it. I don't know. But they, they be posted up on the sign. But they're just sitting there and I look in their eyes and I just see that they have given up. Like just just whatever the circumstance was, whatever happened. And, and a lot of times they're ex-military people. And you know, you got to be careful going into the military. Let me tell you something. Be careful. Now, I'm not knocking the military at all. But you got to understand that however you go in the military, the military is not fixing what's wrong. No, the military don't fix it. So don't be looking at the military to fix what's wrong with you. Because what's going to happen is they're going to just occupy your mind away from that. But then when you get out and go back, you got to deal with everything that you escaped. Am I telling the truth, military folks? Yeah, that's the way it works. So you better find Jesus and start working on yourself while you in the military. Amen. Don't be using... No, no. Don't let some a drill sergeant occupy all of your mind and time and purpose and everything and then leave you with nothing. We all have to be fixed. Amen. We all have to be fixed. Fix us, Jesus. But he said the thief comes to make sure you don't get fixed. Steal, kill, and then destroy you. But he said, I'm come that you may have life and that you might have it more better. Better life. Not when you die. Right now. Right now. No matter how young you are, the devil is persistent in causing you trauma. He don't care how young you are. He doesn't care how he does it or how much it hurts us. He is determined to cause spiritual harm that can prevent us from experiencing God. He only got one job and that is to stop you. And because he's not omnipresent, he can't be everywhere. So he just sends a demon to oppress you and your house and deal with you 
to keep you from experiencing God. But Ephesians 6 and 12 says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness. Where? So this is our fight. We're wrestling against the devil's stuff, not people, not people. I'm not sitting up getting mad at Bill Gates. Bill Gates is getting used by the devil. I ain't mad at Fauci. Where he been? He ran out of lies. He said, I'm out of lies now. So I'll see y'all later. Let me go and, and make up some more. Man, he was counting on that monkeypox. Yeah, but I'm not going to. That Fauci, the devil is using Fauci. He used them back in the 70s with AIDS. Have you done your research? Same dude. Same dude. Same dude said masks don't work. Then he said masks do work. Same dude said we're not going to mass vaccinate everybody. Because your own antibodies can take care of any virus. If you're exposed to it. He said that. Then he said, no, that's not true. Yeah, that's the devil lying through him. Yeah, yeah. But so it's against the rulers of darkness of this world. That's who our fight is against. And that is who is hurting us. That's why you got to make sure you put God in the right place in your life. Because when the devil start doing stuff, when they start messing with your money, your job, oh man, you got to do this and do that. You can't go in there and beat the boss up. You'll never get a check that way. <laughs> Writing an angry email and all that, that's not going to get you anywhere. You have to recognize, no, this is the spirit of wickedness. This is rulers of the darkness of this world operating through my boss so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it to God in prayer because he supersedes the authority of all principalities he's given us power over principalities they're going to take my job and if you take my job God got another one for me because God gave me this one how do you take what God has given me the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away he's in charge of this so you got to make sure you understand it's the principalities of this world you're fighting not people look at somebody and say stop fighting people you don't learn anything else from this series when the devil hurts you stop fighting people amen do you know when you're fighting people the devil is working through you When you're against somebody, even in this fellowship, the devil is using you. <laughs> That's anywhere. So I'm not giving the devil access to me and my emotions to make me hurt somebody. When I know it's the devil that's doing this stuff through people. Amen. Can I keep preaching? Let's get him off the screen. The devil knows that our past is erased and we are new creations. He knows that.
something when he brings your past up? He knows your past. He know what God did. He know exactly what Jesus did. All of the rulers of the underworld know what Jesus did. The Bible said if they had known that was going to happen, they would have never done it. So that means they know exactly what happened. So they know all of that power was gone. They know you have been made a new creation. They know that you are better than them because you have the gift of eternal life and they have eternal damnation. So they know, the devil knows this, but he continues to afflict us to make us want to give up hope. Now imagine that. We have hope. He has none. So he wants us to give up our hope. He wants you to give up your hope. The hope of being changed. Your hope of living right. He wants you to give it up. Just give in to the mad dog 2020. Just give in to it. Had a bottle on the shelf just barking at you. What was that? That's a mad dog. It sound like a mad dog. It sound like a mad dog. What's that? Oh, that sound like a wild turkey. That sounds like a wild turkey. on the shelf calling you because he wants you to give up hope and you got to tell the wild turkey look here turkey I'm going to deal with it this time I'm going to deal with it I'm going to let it pass I'm going to deal with this this time once and for all I'm going to come face to face with what I've been feeling and what I've been afraid of that's the only reason you're drinking like that Yeah, that's the only reason you're smoking you're trying to smoke it away it's not going away and your lips gonna get black it's a double whammy you can't get color injections so you can't smoke it away drink it away you can't fight it away cuss folk out you can't do none of that Kendrick Lamar album ain't gonna help you No, you got to deal with it. If you don't deal with it, it's going nowhere. And that's the thing that I don't understand about folk that get drunk. They get drunk. And then you're going to sober up. And when you sober up, guess what? Problem going to be. I was waiting on you to wake up. I don't want that life. And I'm going to tell you, man, at at times in my life, the NyQuil bottle started calling me. Man, I ain't no drinker, but man, the devil sure will try to make you think, man, if you just take that Robitussin, if you take enough of it, you will sleep through the night. Because I'm up worried about stuff, thinking about stuff. And man, yeah, you know, supplements don't do that. Supplements don't call you. The exposure pack ain't never said nothing. (laughs) Whole C don't be saying (laughs) Whole C just silent (laughs) Remember one time I went to the dentist And man they gave me Oxycontin Oxycodone 
What's it called? Oxycodone. Yeah, it sound bad, don't it? And man, they had to take uh, one of my t- teeth out and anesthesia wasn't working. Four hours. Because they did it till I couldn't take the pain no more and had to stop for four hours. So he told me, he said, this is going to hurt just as bad once you get home. So here, take this prescription. So I went and got the prescription filled and I set the bottle up there. And man, that night my mouth started hurting or whatever. And I looked at that bottle and the Holy Spirit said, don't take it. I ended up throwing them away because they expired. I didn't take it. Could have sold them. But I'm saved. I'm saved. Money just went in the trash. When I threw it in the trash, it sounded like change rattling. Shing, 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 shing. Ooh. Should have put that on eBay. A hundred dollars a pill? <laughs> Did she say a hundred dollars a pill? Now, which candy we throw those in? But they expired. I threw them away. And the Lord spoke to me and said, don't take them because if I felt like that off of those pills, I would have remembered that feeling. Then when things in my life got funky, I'd have remembered that feeling. Where my pills at? Are they prescription? It's okay. No. 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 Not for me. Not for me. So I just had to just endure the pain. The pain will be, it'll, it'll leave eventually. But I had to watch for my own soul. Amen. So I won't be somewhere. They want, y'all want the message and I'm staggering around. Yeah. God said. <laughs> like what's wrong with pastor? <laughs> No, man, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do alcohol. I can't do none of that stuff some of y'all be doing. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm I'm a 100 type type guy. I was telling the guys the other day about golfing because my uncle had got me a wonderful set of clubs. And he got me measured for everything. He taught me how to hit. I was out there on the driving range every morning. Then he ended up getting sick and dying before we actually played a game. But I still have my stuff. Cam was over the other day. I pulled my stuff out. Man, stuff is nice. But I told myself, I can't play golf right now. Because I'm, I'm just busy with what I need to be busy with. Because once I start playing golf, I'm a 100 guy. Y'all going to look for the sermon. <laughs> I'm going to be out there on the golf course. Because I'm going to have to get good. Then I'm going to have to get the best stuff. I, I, that's just me. I'm 100. So certain things I can't do. I, amen. I just can't. So certain medication, certain things, I, I just can't do it. Or I'm, y'all be looking for me. I will be boots and an overcoat. But the 100 works when it comes to the kingdom because I'm 100 about God. I'm 100 about preaching the gospel. So it works as long as it's right. So I got to keep it right. Look at somebody say, keep it right, pastor. Amen. So I got to watch out. And my wife watches. She be like, hey, now nah, you know. So I have to, amen. Amen. He will even use, the devil will even use parents, siblings, relatives, and friends when they are hurting to hurt us. 
So the devil will catch somebody else insecure about themselves to come after you. Yes, he will. He'll catch somebody in their feelings and make them hurt you. They'll regret it, apologize, and move on, and you're scarred and traumatized. That's how dirty the devil plays. This battle comes with being born again. So once you signed up for the heavenly army, the devil's on you. Amen. And he's not going to stop until God finishes him off. Amen. Psalms 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of how many of them? All of them. So all you have to do is wait. Wait. Deliver. Look at somebody say deliverance is coming. No matter what, listen, no matter what you've gone through in my short 53 years on this earth. One thing I can attest to and tell you that no matter what you are going through, God will deliver you. Sometimes when you're in it, it feels so bad. It sucks so bad that it don't look like there's any way out. And that's when the devil comes and says, kill yourself. You might as well just end it. But the devil is talking about ending it when all you got to do is remember. Well, you said that 10 years ago. And God delivered me out of that situation. You said that 10 months ago. God delivered me. If I killed myself 10 years ago, I wouldn't have the testimony I have right now. So you a liar, devil. You are a liar. God is going to deliver me out of them all. many times did he tell you to do it just end it just just kill yourself man this is this is terrible and God delivered you can I keep going constant trials can be reminders of our past era and bad choices so if you made bad choices you made you know you married Somebody ended up divorcing, whatever, kids through the divorce, all of that. Kids are constantly reminding you, kids look just like them, whatever the case. Past era is just going to keep coming up. Bad choices you may have made in your past. You shouldn't have left this job, went to this job, whatever, shouldn't have moved, whatever. All of these choices are going to keep floating around and the devil's going to keep them all floating around to show you, hey, you, you, you have really blown it. But all the devil knows is blowing it. I'm not listening to nobody that is just walking around blown. Like, your your situation is blown. Why would I listen to you? I'm listening to the one that was victorious when he was on the cross. When he died, it still wasn't over. What are we talking about? I'm not listening to... What? I'm listening to the one that death couldn't even hold. But he's going to keep bringing it up. So we must keep faith in God that things will get better. 
First Peter 4 and 12, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. Don't think it's strange. It's a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, your bad decisions are causing trials and tribulations. What do you think trials and tribulations are? We all got trials and tribulations. Yeah, you did something you shouldn't have done. Yeah, you get a situation you shouldn't have been in. Whatever the case, everybody's have to go. Everyone has to go through that. That's a trial and a tribulation. Don't let the devil tell you, well, but you caused it. Who else gonna cause it? Of course I caused it. Listening to you. Listening to you, you child. You think I'm going to listen to you again? I listened to you and got in this mess. Now you're going to tell me that it's over? I'm not listening to you no more. I'm listening to the one with the victory. Because I need victory over you and your hot breath. I need victory over what you talking about. Man, y'all better quit sitting up listening to the devil. Devil make you give up on everything God promised you. So I was saying, when I was over there playing, the Lord spoke to me and said, I've given you everything I promised. And all I can say is, amen. Everything he promised. Amen. It really registered yesterday. They put my pictures up when we was real young and my head was all thin. Whenever I see the thin head, Craig, that was a long time ago. I start thinking, wow, 31 years. We've been married 31 years. And we've seen, amen. And God has, I mean, man, God has blessed us so much. Man, he has taken care of us for taking care of his people. Amen. Because he keeps all of his promises. We must never allow the devil to convince us that we are failures. And we must never wear the label of a victim. Uh Uh-oh. You aren't a victim. You're not a victim. We must never uh, wear the label of a victim if we are victorious in Christ Jesus. A victim isn't the victor. If you're victorious, you're not a victim. Amen. Don't you even let society do it. Don't you make them make you want some reparations. Get out and make some money now. I'd rather have a great job now than worry about some old reparations. Brother, I want to get paid weekly. I ain't waiting on no government check. Oh, Negro check. I don't need no Negro check. I said Negro ain't what I was thinking I don't need that check I got a job amen I'm not walking around no victim of victim of the white man I ain't no victim of the white man I got money like the white man I ain't no victim what walk around with no labels on me if I don't have nothing it's because I didn't do what I was supposed to do because no white man did something white man got money because he out there doing what he's supposed to do 
create no foolish religion behind it. Oh, black Hebrew foolishness. You better not be in here talking that dumb stuff. You ain't no different than any of us in here. We all the same. White, black, whatever color. We all need Jesus to save us. We all need Jesus to save us. We all need God to make a way for us. We need God to give us jobs and money. We need God to take care of us. We all dependent on the same God. We all have the same blood. We all the same people. But we must never allow the devil to convince us that we are failures. And we must never wear the label of a victim if we are victorious in Christ. We are not victims. We are victorious in Christ. Amen. The Hebrew Israelite can't be victorious in Christ. They're victorious by the law. They say they follow even though they don't. Because the Bible said you can't. 1 Corinthians 15 and 57, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the what? Victory through who? Our, whose Lord? ABC's Lord. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Now somebody may have fell off in the wrong place. I feel sorry for you. Can I keep preaching in here? Amen. We are victorious in Christ no matter what our past looks like. We just have to. And see, that's the thing. Since we're victorious no matter what our past look like, we don't let our past define us. And we definitely don't let our past mess up our relationship with the Lord. Like we go blame the Lord for something, blame the Bible for something, blame the white man for something. No, no, no. We don't have to blame anybody because we're victorious over it. See, when you're victorious over it, there's nobody to blame. There's no cause to blame when you have victory. Yeah, when a person win the race and he's standing up there and they give him the gold medal, uh, uh, he ain't sitting up there talking about, well, see, well, my ankle was this and my arm was this and, you know, my trainer, see, he didn't spend the time with me that he said, you won! Dude, you won! Like, shut up! What? Nobody, you won! So we ain't got to sit up and blame if we're victorious. If you have the victory, you don't blame. You won! Look at somebody say, you already won! We just have to continue in him so that our circumstances and situations will begin to reflect the new creation and not the old. So as you continue, you'll start looking more like the new creation and less like the old. If you continue, look at somebody and say, keep going. That's why you got to keep going. You got to put distance between you and the old man. The only way to put this, see, because the old man will catch up with you and, and, and tackle you if you run alongside him. So you got to put distance between you and over and the more distance you put the greater your victory and the less power the old man has Philippians 1 and 6 being confident in this very thing that he which has begun a good work in you will do what 
He's going to finish the work if you keep. Look at somebody and say, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. The world hates us because they don't have faith in our God. That's why they hate us. That causes them because they don't have faith in God. It causes them to walk in darkness without godly hope for their future. So you see an actor, entertainer, somebody making millions of dollars and you wonder why are they using drugs? You world famous. You in every hit movie and you die of an overdose? Why are you using drugs? Singers, performers. Why are y'all using drugs? What is that? That causes them to walk in darkness without godly hope for their future. What they're doing, they don't have godly hope for their future. They have accolades, they have prestige, money, everything. But we're not built for that. That's, that's, that doesn't help us as humans. If that helped us as humans, Adam would have been born balling. God would have said, okay, here you go, Adam. What is that? This is your bank account. All these camels and all this gold. No, when he made man, he made man in his image and in his likeness and money had nothing to do with it. Because money doesn't define us. Money does one thing. Amplifies. That's all money does. Money is going to show you who you really are. It amplifies. Whatever's in there, whatever's wrong, money's going to amplify it and make it worse. That's all money does. Yeah. Yeah. First John 2 and 11. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness. So the ones that hate us, they walk in darkness. The one that hates God's people, they walk in darkness. The world that hates God's people, they are walking in darkness and they don't know where they're going because darkness has what? Blinded their eyes. So when you walk in darkness and don't know where you're going, you got to take a drink or two. You got to pop some pills like the old folks say. Shoot some drugs. Smoke a little weed. You got to do something because you have no idea how long this that you're in is going to last. Because there's no godly hope. No business like show business. There's no business. Because you, they, they like you one minute, then they hate you the next. So you got to medicate, you got to fill yourself with something. Because you don't have godly hope. See, when we have godly hope, we don't worry about the future. Because we know what God has promised us. If we do what he said, he has promised us some things. Can I keep preaching? The devil gets into them folks in the world and causes them to come against us because our hope makes them feel aimless and inferior. So when you're a movie star, actor, whatever, or famous or whatever, and you're around somebody who just has the joy of the Lord and their future is secure in Christ, that's going to make you feel some kind of way. Oh, so I need drugs to get what you got. How you get that? Well... No need of me telling you because you would have to deny yourself. 
and obviously you aren't able to do that since you're getting paid for being narcissistic can I preach in here believing on Christ gives us a superhuman determination that angers those in despair when people are in despair and down on themselves and they see you with a superhuman determination. Brother, you have been through this, that, this, and nothing has stopped you. You keep going no matter what. How? How? Then they start getting mad at you. Dude, you mad at my peace? You mad at my hope? You mad at the fruits of the spirit? You're a demon. They get mad at you. Because you have superhuman determination. Something on the inside. Working on the outside brought about a change in my life. First John 4 and 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because what? Mm. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That makes a devil worshiper feel some kind of way. Brother, when you, before you start worshiping the devil, you was depressed. Now that you worshiping the devil, you depressed. <laughs> devil want to kill you and him. <laughs> Y'all scared together. Because you scared that the devil that you worship might show up. This is a true story. Satanists are afraid. When they get together, they don't ever call on Satan. They do spells, hombre, dormly, whatever they said. But they ain't calling Satan. Satan coming and kill everybody. Why you serving? What? Uh, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Man, man, man. Look at somebody and say, keep going. Mm. Keep going. When people hurt us and try to stop us, they are hurting us because their pain has immobilized them. They're hurting you because their pain has hurt them and stopped them. They're trying to stop you because they've been stopped. This is why we must what? Keep, thank you in the back. Keep going. We must not allow their pain to stop us. Romans 5, 3 and 4 says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Knowing that tribulation is teaching us something. Work in patience. And patience, experience. And once you've had experience, you have what? Hope. You know why you have hope after experience? Because once you've experienced, you'll remember that God is going to do what he said he was going to do. And that gives you hope. Summary. When you have no hope, the hope of others will trouble you. When you have no hope, people with hope going to bother you. 
That's going to get on your nerves, the fact that they have hope and you have none. This is how the devil feels about us. Y'all think the devil has hope? You think the devil quoted the word of God to Jesus. It is written. So you think he ain't read the parts about him? And what's going to happen to him? (laughs) He's read those passages. Trust me. Oh, well, I don't wish. I was going to say, I wish I could have seen his reaction when he read them too. And I was cast into the bottomless what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no! <laughs> Death, hell, and the grave. Every- me to hell, the grave, everything. He don't have no hope. He don't have any hope. This is how he feels about us. We have hope. He has none. Our end is not yet determined, but his is. God has given us a way to live eternally with him. But the devil must live in eternal punishment with all those that followed him. Yeah, so he don't have no hope. So he continues to try to steal our hope and wreck God's plan for us. We must realize that the devil's attacks are only to stop us from seeing Jesus. But if we continue to press on, in spite of the hurt and pain, we will see him. Amen? The devil can hurt us, but he cannot hinder us. (laughs) He may get tears from us, but he won't take our promise from us. He may slow us down, but he cannot stop us. As born again believers, we have the power that supersedes his power. The Holy Ghost makes us something that he can never be saved. We are saved by grace through faith and that makes us unmovable, unbreakable, and unshakable. We have victory over the devil. When the devil hurts you, keep going. Though you may suffer for a little while by faith, things will, will get better. God promised that we will win. So keep going in Jesus' Name. 2 Corinthians 4 and 8 We are troubled on every side And yet not We ain't panicking <laughs> We are perplexed sometimes But we know the answer's coming So we're not in despair Persecuted They after us But God hasn't forgotten about us So we're not forsaken But we still alive Hurt a little bit But we get up Because we're still alive So we're not destroyed Always bearing about in the body The dying of the Lord Jesus That means when the devil's doing that All we're doing is bearing the death of Jesus Upon our lives And that's okay because if we suffer with him We will eventually reign with him That the life also of Jesus might be manifest in our bodies. 
For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Skip down to 16. For which cause we... Look at somebody say, keep going. You can't faint. Keep going. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed. What? Man, you may hurt this flesh. But what's on the inside of me? I start fresh every day. Every day. His mercies are renewed to me. Every day. So for our light affliction, because this is just light stuff. It's light stuff for us because the cloud of witnesses provided the harder stuff. They set us up so that it will be lighter for us. And you're complaining? Discontent? Hating? And they provided us with such a better way. Such a better life than they had. So this light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Everyone stand to your feet. Look at somebody and say, keep going. Disparity is an affliction. When you're in despair, you are afflicted. You're wounded when there's disparity. When I was preparing this message, God told me when the altar call time come, break disparity off people. So that's what I'm going to do. So if you feel like you've been dealing with disparity, that type of wound is, will be fatal if it doesn't heal. You can't walk around in despair. So if that's you, just come up. Come up. Hope. Hope is the opposite of despair. Hope is the opposite of despair. So we're going to believe God for hope. And we're going to break despair off. You aren't cornered. You aren't at the end. You ain't messed it up. It's not over. None of that. All of that is the devil. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. There is hope. 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 Yeah, the devil used your parents to cause despair. And despair has been chasing you all your life. And just when you think you broke it off, it shows up again. Came from your parent. Came from a sibling. Brother, sister. Came from a relative. Just somebody being dumb. Whatever the case. They were hurting so they hurt you. And it caused despair. Hopelessness. But God is faithful to reverse that. And give you hope. There is hope. I serve Jesus Christ because in Christ Jesus, 
there's always hope. He promised that. That's why I serve. Anyone else? Breaking despair. That's the man. Break it off. It's not over. No, it's not. It's just beginning. If you walked up here, it's just starting. This is what the devil tried to stop. He tried to stop. He wanted you to make despair a character flaw. He wanted despair to be in your life like it's just who you are. This is the way I get because of what happened to me. And that's a lie. It's a spirit. And we're going to break it right now. Everyone bow your heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I know what you said when you said this message and spoke this stuff to me. I know what you said. And you said to break the spell, spirit of disparity off of your people. So Father God, right now, anyone that is struggling with despair, hopelessness, dysthemia, anything, suicidal thoughts, feeling like they're a mistake, wishing they weren't here, not understanding why their parents didn't love them right, not understanding why they were throwaways, not understanding why they were abandoned, whatever happened to them, not understanding why they were molested, abused at a young age, innocent, couldn't defend themselves, not understanding why you would even allow that to happen to them. But God, that's just the devil placing trauma in their lives so that despair will follow them all the days of their life. But right now we speak to despair in the name of Jesus. We speak to that spirit of despair and we cast it out in the name of Jesus. Let go of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. Let go all despair, all hopelessness. Every question that leads to false doctrine and idolatry that is asking a person. We cast that question down. God, reveal yourself through your word and give hope in the name of Jesus. Hope in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands up all over the building. Hope in the name. Just receive the hope of the Lord right now. It's a part of his Holy Spirit. Hope. There is hope. How many times has he brought you through? How many times has he shown up? How many times when it looked hopeless? How many times? No more despair. No more despair. In the name of Jesus. No more despair. No more hopelessness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And God, we receive your hope right now. We receive your hope right now. In place of despair. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now come on. Praise God for hope. Hope. No more despair. No more haunted by your past. No more hopelessness. No more disparity. But hope in Jesus' name. Now hug somebody and say, I have hope. No more despair. Hope. No more despair. Though we're troubled on every side, we are not.
not distressed, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Hallelujah. 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 It's not over. 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 I don't care what it looks like around you. It's not over. It's not over. The devil, now the devil's fate is over. His story is written. We know what's going to happen to him. But for you, it's not over. Look at somebody else and say, it's not over for me. It's not over for you, Sister Dodd. It's not over, Sister Clee. It's not over, Walter. It ain't over. Hallelujah. That's what happens when you serve pagan and idol gods and all that. Man, it's over for them. The Bible said they can't see, they can't talk, they can't breathe, none of that. But for those of us that have eyes to see and ears to hear, it's not over. God is not done. Hallelujah. Come on, Elder. Okay. Yeah, I did say this and I, I, I just it slipped my mind, but I want to pray for those that are trying to conceive children. Let me tell you something. Uh, uh, miscarriages right now in our nation, this is what they're not telling you. It's at an all time high. I don't even know the number of percentage in, in, you know, in our world, in, in this nation especially. And I'm hearing it all over the world, but especially in this nation. And there are those of you that are, haven't been able to conceive. It has the same effect or whatever. But we're going to pray and believe God for this hope that I'm talking about. There is no despair. So if that's you, y'all come up. Now, be married now. Married couples only. Male and female. It's 2022. I ain't praying for two men. It ain't ever going to happen. I promise you. Can y'all stand so y'all just won't look like spectators and y'all pray and let's, let, let, let's use y'all. Yeah, amen. Yeah, let's set the atmosphere. Get the lights right. Hallelujah. Because we believe as disparity falls off, God's will is for you to be fruitful and multiply. Go get that oil over there on that, over there. Come on, Elder. We don't believe God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Technology and biology. The devil is using all of these things that the church was afraid to talk about. Afraid to deal with. Devil just capitalized on it. But we're going to trust God and believe God for each and every one of these couples. Come on, baby.
Hallelujah. And we believe the prayer of faith. Amen. And we believe God is with us. We believe God is with us. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what they're doing. God is with us. Believe. Stand on it. Believe. Stand on it. Believe. Stand on it. No despair. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com.